This is KMKR 99.9 FM, Tucson, Arizona. Is this on? Is anybody listening? Is anybody there? Is something stuck between my teeth? Did I think to comb my hair? How come there's crickets in this place? Outside's where they belong. I can't believe this silence. Like the dark before the dawn. <laughs> I'd give for any sign of life. I'd settle for a yawn. <sighs> really makes me wonder. Is, is this, this on? on? Is this It is on, Dave. Welcome, welcome everybody to Is This On? How are you, Dave? Good evening, Phil. Doing great. Was that the, our friend Katie Popio helping me out there on the... Uh, it absolutely was, song. Dave, and you're being very kind. Uh, <laughs> the first time I think you guys sang that was uh, Katie's last visit, which is a good couple months ago, yeah. and it has taken me this long <laughs> to figure out how to put uh, a song from our podcast on the air, but I think it sounded right. good. Our listeners, thank you. Yes. Uh, <laughs> here we are at Zero Craft. It was the Wright brothers helped me do this, Dave. <laughs> Marconi was in town for a few he days. He was. <laughs> he was indeed. And uh, we're sounding good. You're sounding good, my friend. Well, thank you very much. Uh, great to have you here. It's great to be back because we've had some uh, blips here and uh, we haven't been here in the, in the little room together in a while. That's true. Yeah, it's nice to be back. Uh, you mean the studio, Dave, or the bathroom? Uh, well, <laughs> that phone booth we go into change. Yes. Yeah. Well, we uh, have a jam-packed show. Let's say at the outset, Dave, we uh, had planned to have Mo Urban with us tonight. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, anytime is a great time to talk to Mo Urban, one of the funniest comics in town. But now it's official, Dave, that Tucson Weekly has named Mo Urban this year's Comedian of the Year. We are going to talk with her. We just had a little scheduling snafu. So she's going to be on. We're going to try for uh, a November show. Uh, and uh, we're going to get together and talk to Mo. Uh, but what a great choice. Mo, uh, Tucson, yeah. Mo is really uh, gives a lot back to the comedy community, yes, too. She teaches yeah. classes. Runs she, a lot of shows. A lot of charity and, uh, shows. Uh, so, you know, when uh, I was going through the best of Tucson, uh, and I think I, I mentioned to you that I'm, I'm very... Kind of proud that I patronized many of the best places in town. Uh, it was nice to see. I thought you were going to say, Dave, you were in there as like best ballroom dancers or something. <laughs> no, but I feel like next year we need to be the best of. We need to figure out how to be like best of comedy. I broadcast. didn't see that there was a podcast well, category. I think if you suggest the category, they'll put it in because hey, they just got to sell I think ads, we you know? can. We should be able to get that waitress at Beyond Bread to nominate us, Dave. Oh, for sure, yeah, yeah. absolutely. My son, if he wants the car keys. <laughs> and uh, no, it seems like if you uh, uh, if you really want to win it, you, you do enough promotion, you can. We can win those. I think we'll win it next year. We should also mention, Dave, another great friend of ours and former ITO guest, uh, Elena Erickson-Lopez. Uh, was Bravo! You got her name right, Phil. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> that took me longer than to get this uh, song on the air. Uh, yes, yeah. Elena. I, uh, and who was the third of the... Uh, uh, I must admit, I did not recognize the name. I think it's probably an improviser. You've got the... Look, oh, okay. see if you can find it. It's very hard to find in there. Okay. They could use an index. Uh, but anyway, uh, it's a great 
uh, cheers to the issue. best of Tucson. Cheers to no index. Is what you're saying? I guess I am saying that, Dave. <laughs> uh, well, I, I went right to. Uh, you know what? I could be uh, up for next year. Dave is the best criticizer of the Tucson <laughs> best of. Best, we're, the, we're the best complainers of the best in Tucson. Absolutely. Surly Wench won for best burlesque. Yeah, I wouldn't uh, be aware of that. Dave. And then, well, uh, Curves is the best strip club. You probably knew that. that well, but um, yeah, there's I, a, by the way, there is a limit on how many times you can vote. <laughs> best comedy night is laughs. Wow. Okay. And what do you think they mean by that? Uh, open mic or just any night? Laughs count up. And our good buddy Kenny Shade and Catalina Craft Pizza, an honorable mention. There. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, isn't that right? Well, this one says session? best comedy night, it's laughs, and then uh, the recommendeds are unscrewed and Tim. So there must be well, another must category, category yeah. best comedy with pizza, uh, <laughs> right, yeah. best comedy with Kenny Shade, best comedian, Mo Urban. Yeah. Uh, Elena Erickson and uh, oh, Matt Beaudry from Unscrewed. Do you know Matt? I know he, who he is, yeah. I know him. Very him. good. We yeah. love him over at Unscrewed, Chris Seidman and his group. And the Frog and Firkin is the uh, best college bar. Wow. And they used to have a comedy night at Frog and Firkin, and I'm happy to say I was part of the uh, show on the very last night they had. I a, see. Before they shut it down, because they made the mistake of having the comedy night on Parents' Weekend. I see. And there was a lot of humor that uh, they felt was inappropriate. Oh, oh, I see. And that was, was the end of the frog and firkin, uh, as far as comedy goes. Any of your particular uh, jokes, Dave? Nah, uh, clean as a whistle. You're clean as a whistle. Yeah, always, yeah. Clean as a whistle. By the way, you see my shirt here? This is uh, uh, Fort Worth Stockyards, yeah. Texas. I had a layover in Dallas, and the, the plane was freezing. And so I went in uh, at 45 Bucksville. Beautiful. For the sweatshirt. For wow. That's a little high. <clears throat> I thought it was high, but I was desperate. You were in an airport. And then I <laughs> and then I thought, you know, if I can write a joke based on this shirt, can I uh, deduct the $45 from my taxes? Uh-huh. And uh, so I wrote a joke based on the shirt. Wow. You, you, are you willing to share that with us? I, you know, I, it's it, it's one of those jokes, Phil, it needs to be... Set up? It needs to be... Uh, you need to be doing a set. Okay. It can't just... It doesn't live on its own. Okay. And that's the thing about it. So. But By you'll, the way, be, you'll uh, be hearing it soon. Great, great. But not at Frog and Ferguson. No, but at, well, no, but at uh, Spark. I think Spark is on the 14th yeah. of November. I'm going to be there. Everybody, uh, 14th of November, but uh, isn't it also uh, the 28th of October? Uh, it, uh, you know, it probably is, but yeah. I'll, I'll be in Los Angeles. Okay, that's but yeah, the rest of the comedy community yeah, may want to participate. I'm so self-centered, Phil. <laughs> I'm totally absorbed with myself. That's okay. You have to be aware, always, Dave, on stage when you close down Frog and Firkin. Is it fair to say that? Uh, yeah. You were part of the group. I, I was one of the offending Did anyone comics. heckle you or throw a beer? Uh, no, at but you? it was one of these things where they... I, I think they I think they ran the comedy night there regularly, but the the, the frog and firkin management wasn't really big on it. Okay. So there was no stage or anything, and you just had to squeeze in among the tables. And with, with Parents Weekend, it was it was packed. Yeah. It was well, gridlocked. great to get a good so audience. So you were really yeah, but you were squeezed in. And, right. And they, and they were the parents and kids were talking to each other. They weren't paying attention to the show. I got you. Every once in a while, they would stop talking and listen, and they'd go, "What?" What did that guy just say? Uh -huh, uh -huh. Do you, uh, let, me, let me dig a little here into the uh, archives of great radio. Are you familiar with a very, very popular uh, Chicago 
disc jockey for 40 years, maybe more. Steve Dahl. Oh, sure. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Steve Dahl, very, very famous Was for he, having the, done the, the disco, the disco yeah, demolition yeah. night at White Sox Park. And right. It got a little out of control, oh, and they well. wound up having to forfeit the game. Anyway, in my opinion, Steve Dahl, a brilliant broadcaster, yeah. still available in a podcast form. Uh -huh. But he used to do a bit where they would give away tickets to a show, and then he had a partner, Gary Meyer, and they would, and, and now we're going back many decades, so they were in their 20s, you know, maybe not even married yet. And they were saying that this week, the winner of the, the tickets would go with Steve and Gary. Oh. Okay. So you had every bedroom community in the Chicago suburbs listening to the show. He was very, very popular. And the audience age was generally teenagers, you know, maybe early 20s. So this young girl, about 14, wins the tickets. And they say, well, congratulations, you're going to be going with us. You know, you're going to go in a limo and we're going to stop for dinner here. And, all. and she says, well, I, I think I've got to ask my father. <laughs> this is live on the air, Dave. So the father comes on and he sounded a lot like every father that we met when we were dating 15, 16-year-old girls. Let's bump it up a little bit. Yeah, okay. And the father must have looked them up in the newspaper or something. And there's a great rant that they play from time to time. And he goes, I wouldn't let you two see my daughter, you know, if they, you know, if wild horses were tearing me apart. It was just, just a classic moment. <laughs> uh, so nothing like live radio, but nothing like live comedy, Dave. So the reason I asked if oh. you've been heckled and had a beer thrown at you, I, I have, uh, I, I've never been heckled. I don't think I ever have been. I've had conversations with people in the audience, but... I would say I was heckled. Uh, if you call this heckling, it was disturbing. And it was actually meant I apologize for that film. Of, I apologize now. I wanted everyone in the ITO audience to know, David, to beware. <laughs> but I was in a festival, the... Uh, oh, gosh, in California, too, uh little club up north of L.A. Anyway, they had an annual festival. I entered the thing, and I got into a specialty show. They had these uh, specialty shows you could sign up for. And I signed up for one called something Jewish. Okay, too Jewish or something yeah, like that. Uh -huh. And uh, I go to do my act, and I did, you know, my, my regular act, but a little bit more emphasis on the Jewish. And I was telling this joke. And this guy in the audience, obviously Jewish, absolutely loved everything I had to say about oh. growing up Jewish. But he was so loud. Mm. It was like, you see this on Seinfeld once in a while. It yeah. was like, oh, that's great. My Uncle Lizzie was like that. And it was like, oh, my God. That's so yeah. true. Yeah. That's so true. Yeah. yeah. Uh -huh. So that was a rough one. I, I, would you call that heckling? But he was on your side. He was. Uh, yeah. No, I think heckling is, is uh, hostile and uh, criti critical of you. Yeah. Uh, this yeah. sounds, by the way, uh, not to make light of the situation, but this could be a future Russian strategy, Dave, uh, to heckle the president of Ukraine, who is a former <laughs> was comedian. A comic, yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. So they haven't tried that yet. You know, they got the uh, drones. Those aren't funny. But maybe a heckler, maybe they could find this guy. I never thought guy. about why he's so tough and why he holds his own against Putin. The guy's been a, co a comic. Yes. He's used to having crap thrown at him. And uh, Vladimir Zelensky, Dave. Yeah. 
And anyway, to, long story short, we took the, uh, not the express train to get here. There was an incredible event uh, last week on the Jimmy Kimmel show. Yes. And it stems from a very young comedian, a very funny young lady, mm -hmm. uh, Ariel, uh, I thought I wrote her name down. Is it Semple? Ariel Elias. Eli Eli okay. She yeah. was performing at a club in New Jersey. Right. I'm not going to give it all away because we're actually going to try to play it later. Yeah. I'm so hot right now on the board, Dave. <laughs> I feel like I could play a the YouTube wizard. version of this. <laughs> and then we'll hear my Bar Mitzvah Haft Torah. <laughs> Uh, you think, you, gonna, you think you're the only one who can sing? <laughs> anyway, the, the greatest thing about this, I hope every comic listening, like takes notes or says, "This is what I'm going to do." Yeah. So the video of her doing the set in New Jersey, where a guy throws a beer at her, mm -hmm. and she simply reacts by walking over, picking up the beer, and then chugging the entire beer, gets a tremendous hand, and this thing goes viral. Among the people on Twitter that see it, several comics, but one was Jimmy Kimmel, who tweets back, way to go, you know, you're my hero, something like that. Mm -hmm. And she tweets back immediately, thank you, Mr. Kimmel, can I make my network TV debut on your show? And he texts back and he says, we'll be in touch. And she was on, I believe it was Monday night, mm -hmm. Dave, or Tuesday night. Yep, yep. And I've got the YouTube of it. It's certainly clean because it's TV clean for Kimmel. Right. Mm -hmm. And she's very funny yeah, uh, yeah. as well. So what a what a great story, right? Isn't that what everybody I, hopes? I, uh, I tweeted Jimmy Kimmel, and I told him uh, in 1968 I was trick-or-treating and I got hit by an egg. <laughs> yes. Can I make my network debut on your show? <laughs> Has there been right? an answer? <laughs> Not yet. But, okay. Uh, <laughs> Dave, I would be able to happy to pummel you <laughs> with eggs in front of the Jimmy Kimmel studio, uh, if that would help. Uh, and you never know. You, you just know. never know uh, who's going to be watching you, uh, who's going to make a comment. And I, you know, Jimmy Kimmel, of course, I don't know him, but his TV personality seems very easygoing and very yeah. constructive like that and very supportive. Yeah. And he's very funny. He's a funny guy. Yeah. And he's a huge yeah. producer. Talk Hollywood. about, though, somebody who, you know, how people get canceled for something they did a long time ago. Yeah. How he has survived The Man Show. Did you ever watch The Man Show? Sure. Sure. <laughs> the stuff that, that would he had not on, go well today. I mean, I mean, girls jumping on trampolines. It uh, wasn't it a lot of A lot Bob of blackface. What was that? Bob Odenkirk was also on uh, um, Adam Carolla was his sidekick. Maybe Odenkirk was writing. But Odenkirk may have been around and may have been on that, yeah. But there was black phase. Yeah. There was you know, oh, yeah. all kinds of stuff. We're uh, we're going to get up uh, to that yeah. later day for the. Are you going to play uh, 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 Ariel Elias? Are you going to play Ariel now? Uh, let me get that ready. You need to get your, your nerve yeah. up. <laughs> when when you're doing something, it'll give me a couple of minutes. <laughs> so let's get to something you're going to do. You know, I was talking to uh, Roy Lee Reynolds, who, a guest of ours. We love I, Roy. I'm I'm selling his home actually, and uh, I was talking to Roy Lee. And uh, what was the point of this story? <laughs> oh, heckling? And no, not exactly. But I t oh, he taught, was talking about a club in North Hollywood uh, called uh, I think it's called the Ha Ha Club. I see that he had played there, and I told him my experience with the Ha Ha Club was that I had a friend who wanted to do stand up, and he kept after me. He says, "I want to do stand up." He says, "Let's go out to some clubs so I can see what they're like and kind of observe it." And I said, "Great." So we go to this cl the club Ha Ha. Mm -hmm. It was urban comedy night, 
Phil, and we were the only two white guys. <laughs> and he's whiter and nerdier than I am. Actually. And I, I said to him, I go, we are going to get roasted tonight. They are not going to let up on us. Mm -hmm. And it was just the opposite because they all thought we were like with a network or something. They thought we were like scouts. You know? Oh boy! So they were like playing to us, and they were being very nice and friendly to us. So mm -hmm. There you go. All right, Dave. I think I'm ready to did, try did another. I, did I buy you enough time there? Another launch, Dave. If I can. Uh, so this will there. be uh, Ariel uh, Elias. Yes. On the Jimmy Kimmel show earlier this week. Possibly. So I saw that, and I tweeted uh, in support of Ariel, and then she wrote back to me, can I make my late-night debut on your show? And I said, yes, and now she's here tonight. Making her, our next guest is making her network television debut. You can see her live at Gotham Comedy Club in New York on Saturday. Please do not throw your beer. Say hello to Ariel Elias. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. This is um, this is very nice. This is very embarrassing. But I realized recently I don't know how to say my own name. I don't know what to do. Here's the problem. Um, I'm Jewish, which that's not a problem. It's fine that I'm Jewish. But Jewish people pronounce my name one way. Jewish people pronounce my name Ariel. But my dad is Spanish, and Spanish people say it Ariel. But I grew up in Kentucky. <laughs> and they say it, Earl. <laughs> That's how they say my name. My best friend's dad, Earl, coming over today. <laughs> I gave up at one point in my childhood. I think I was 10 or 11, and my name is Earl came out. <laughs> and I was just like, yeah, me too. I'm a, I'm a deeply insecure person. I, I try to talk about it. I try to be open about it. But I, ha I have an eating disorder. Called, I have body dysmorphia, which if you don't know, body dysmorphia is this condition where you are a woman. <laughs> so. Some other women here. That's exciting. That's great. I just have all these toxic thoughts that never stop. You know, they never stop. It doesn't matter what's happening in my life. I still have them. I got food poisoning one time, and my first thought when I got food poisoning was, <laughs> I can't wait to weigh myself. <laughs> Which is so bad, right? You understand, like, that's a really terrible toxic... <laughs> three pounds. But that's a terrible <laughs> toxic thought. My husband and I, we don't have kids. Um, I do want to have kids at some point. I do want to have kids. I'm not ready yet, but I, I want them, which I know is not the most popular opinion anymore, right? There are a lot of young people who don't want kids, which is fine, but they can be so self-righteous about it sometimes. You ever ask a millennial if they want to have kids and they get mad at you? <laughs> They're like, no, I couldn't possibly bring a child into this world of suffering. <laughs> But, like, I think kids should suffer. <laughs> Very Jewish. <laughs> I am, I'm Jewish from Kentucky, which is insane. That's an insane origin story. It's, a, it's a, my parents are from New Jersey, 
and then they moved to Kentucky, which means that my parents are these very like progressive people who then moved to Kentucky and suddenly had to be very traditional about their religion. So when I was in high school, my parents sat me down and they were like, hey, uh, we know you're gonna start dating soon. And we just wanna let you know that whatever you're into, boys, girls, anything in between, doesn't matter to us, as long as they're Jewish. <laughs> as long as they're Jewish, we live in Kentucky. The choices are my dad or my brother, that's it. Which, which in Kentucky is fine, but they're just not my type. They're my blood type, but they're not my type type. My friends when I was growing up would tell me that I was going to hell, but it always came from a place of love, which is very confusing. Do you understand? The first time I heard it, I was in middle school and a group of my friends came up to me. A few of my, my one friend <laughs> came up to me. She was really upset about it too. She came up and she said, um, Earl. <laughs> Earl, I'm so sorry to tell you this, but we learned in Sunday school that because you're a Jewish, <laughs> it means you're going to hell. And I was like, oh wow. You think about me on the weekends? Uh, as well. So what a what a great story, right? Isn't that what everybody I, hopes? I, uh, I tweeted Jimmy Kimmel and I told him uh, in 1968 I was trick-or-treating and I got hit by an egg. <laughs> yes. Can I make my network debut on your show? <laughs> Has there been an answer? <laughs> Not yet. But, okay. Uh, <laughs> Dave, I would be able, happy, to pommel you <laughs> with eggs in front of the Jimmy Kimmel studio, <laughs> uh, if that would help. Uh, and you never know. You, you just know. never know. Uh, Who's going to be watching you? Uh, who's going to make a comment? And I, you know, Jimmy Kimmel, of course, I don't know him, but his TV personality seems very easygoing and very yeah. constructive like that and very supportive. He's, yeah. And he's very funny. He's a funny guy. Yeah. And he's yeah. a huge yeah. producer. Talk Hollywood. about, though, somebody who, you know, how people get canceled for something they did a long time ago. Yeah. How he has survived the Man Show. Did you ever watch the Man Show? With sure. Jimmy <laughs> sure. The stuff that, that would he had not on, go well today. I mean, I mean, girls jumping on trampolines. It uh, wasn't it. A lot of a lot Bob of blackface. What was that? Bob Odenkirk was also on. Uh, um, Adam Carolla was his sidekick. Maybe Odenkirk was writing. But Odenkirk may have been around and may have been on that. Yeah. But there was blackface. Yeah. There was. You know, oh yeah. All kinds of stuff. We're uh, we're going to get up uh, to that yeah. later day for the. Are you going to play to, uh, uh, Ariel Elias? Are you going to play Ariel now? Uh, let me get that ready. You need to get your, your nerve yeah. up? <laughs> when, when you're doing something, it'll give me a couple of minutes. <laughs> so let's get to something you're going to do. You know, I was talking to uh, Roy Lee Reynolds, who, a guest of ours. We love I, Roy. I'm, I'm selling his home, actually. And uh, I was talking to Roy Lee, and uh, what was the point of this story? <laughs> Oh, heckling? And no, not exactly. But I, t oh, he talked was talking about a club in North Hollywood uh, called, uh, I think it's called the Haha -Ha Club. I see. That he had played there. And I told him my experience with the Haha -Ha Club was that I had a friend who wanted to do stand up and he kept after me. He says, I want to do stand up. He says, let's go out to some clubs so I can see what they're like and kind of observe it. And I said, great. 
So we go to this the club haha. Mm -hmm. It was urban comedy night, Phil, and we were the only two white guys. <laughs> and he's whiter and nerdier than I am. Actually. And I, I said to him, I go, we are going to get roasted tonight. They are not going to let up on us. Mm -hmm. And it was just the opposite because they all thought we were like with a network or something. They thought we were like scouts. You know? Oh boy. So they were like playing to us and they were being very nice and friendly to us. So mm -hmm. There you go. All right, Dave. I think I'm ready to did, try did another. I, did I buy you enough time there? Another launch, Dave, if I can. Uh, so this will there. be uh, Ariel uh, Elias yes. on the Jimmy Kimmel show earlier this week. My name is Ashley Tappan. You're listening to Is This On? on KMKR. Weinstein got him drunk on toilet wine and tried to seduce him with lines like, you know, my mother's name was 765192. <laughs> and number one, Phil, the number yes. one prediction for 2023, EG's popular local... Uh, of course, the icy drinks. EG's suffered a major setback with the devastating failure of their latest flavor, Camp Lejeune Lemon. Still not going over. There you go. Top ten predictions, Phil, for yes. 2023. That, uh, that uh, is a new product for them, Dave. They also have the Flint water. <laughs> Well, that's... Uh, there you go. So we'll come back in a year and see yeah, how many of those We will true. note the uh, yeah. timestamp for that for people who want to come back after 2023 right, yeah. and, and see how you did. Yeah. It's like the uh, baseball playoffs, Dave, you know, when they go back to the beginning of the year and show what people predicted. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, always yeah, fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think you're going to be right. Well, as these come true, I will announce them in here. I yes. Them, as they come, come happen, happen pretty soon. Yeah. Dave, we want to mention the uh, Tim uh, Comedy Arts Festival coming up, uh, uh, and uh, the, check the Tim website uh, for more information. We wanted to take a look, Dave, at some of the uh, some of the biggies that are coming to town. Okay. All oh, right. Right. Yep. Mm -hmm. uh, look who's touring. Uh, she just left Saturday Night Live. Uh, Maria Villasenor. Oh, uh, uh, Melissa Villasenor. Melissa Villasenor. Yeah. She's, she's great. What a fantastic impression she is. Oh, she, she really is, is, is great. Really fabulous. Now, she is not coming to uh, Tucson, but she will be in Los Angeles and San Francisco. Uh, who knows? Maybe that tour will get extended. Mm -hmm. Coming to uh, Phoenix, Dave, is Dimitri Martin. Ah, mm -hmm. A very funny man. I would, I would love to get Melissa Villasenor in here if she comes through town. Oh, be, she'd gosh. be a great interview. She'd be fun. Yes. Dave, the Tucson Comedy Arts Festival, it's the 8th annual, uh, and it is starting on the uh, weekend of November 10th okay. to the 12th, mm -hmm. and it's a festival of improv, uh, and uh, performances all weekend long. So that's some of what's going on. We do want to mention that... We mentioned uh, that uh, Brian Regan is coming to town, yeah. and Jim Gaffigan is you coming to town. You mentioned Jim Gaffigan yep. at the... Uh, uh, Tucson Centennial Hall. Mm -hmm. And you know what I noticed, Dave? I uh, happen to be looking at the, the tickets that you and I have to go to that show. Mm -hmm. And we're going to the early show. I didn't realize there were two shows oh, wow. when we bought this. I don't think you and I can stay up till 9.30. <laughs> so, thank, fortunately, we're going to the 7.30 oh, show. Okay, good. good, good. That's good. Uh, so that'll be fun. I wonder who's opening uh, 
for them. Do they oh, pick a local person to open them when they come out here? Well, certainly sometimes they yeah. do, but a lot of guys travel with they their opener somebody, too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but it'll be interesting to say. Uh, I think maybe uh, they might have that information on his website. Yeah. We can look that I'll up. Check that out. Excellent. And uh, we are. Is this on? You're tuned to KM KR. 99.9 FM in Tucson, Arizona. And Dave, this is a uh, first Saturday uh, and at Zero Craft, they have an open house to show the various uh, <clears throat> different activities you can do here at Zero Craft. So, uh, yeah, you know, I couldn't, we well. couldn't recommend more that people check out Zero Craft, even if you're not of the mind to create the kind of things that people do here. Yes. Fascinating to see what they're working on here. It's 3D really, really printing, cool. Dave, yeah. jewelry yeah. making, mm -hmm. uh, woodworking, mm -hmm. uh, and as you know... That, that clone they made of you is coming along really well. Thank you very I'm much. And then the big surprise, <laughs> I think we can share a little bit. November 9th, Dave, yeah. will be the third oh, anniversary yeah. for ITO. That's can right. we let out a few of the surprises? Oh, sure, yeah, why not? Well, let's one of them has to do with Craft, mm -hmm. and that is downstairs in the sub-basement, Dave. This is below where the KMKR Studios used to be. Oh, below that. Below oh, that, boy. on yeah. the world's most rickety staircase. <laughs> you then go through a tunnel, Dave, to get lower. And there is a secret project going on. It's only the top Ooh. zero crafters. Oh, boy. Uh, think Frankenstein. Uh -huh. They are trying to bring Sean Connery back to life, Dave. <laughs> and we have been told that they're going to try to get him ready for November 9th oh, to come great. wish us a oh, happy that's anniversary. Great. That's great. All right. Who else do you think will be, uh, we're going to get calls, oh, we're going to get I, visitors? I hope, uh, I, we haven't heard from Al Pacino in a while. I hope Al Pacino In a long time. It. He's got a new film, too, I believe. Oh, does he? Yeah. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, uh, Francis Ford Coppola is working on a new film, and I believe Pacino is in it. Okay. Yeah, this is... Just the, tell me it's not Godfather 4. Yeah, uh, it's Godfather, the nursing home. <laughs> no, it is not. I think it's a, a comedy, to be honest. It's got a... We'll, we'll, we'll make look you it a up, bowl uh, of oatmeal you can't refuse. Right? That's right. Okay. And we know, uh, you know, the Jello is a premium in, in the nursing home. Okay, Connery started on that, man. Uh, we'll no doubt, Dave, uh, Harrison Ford should be giving oh, us a sure. call. Oh, sure, yep. All kinds of great people. I, I even heard that, depending on his schedule, which is so tight, uh, President Trump. Oh, okay. He's got a lot going on these days. So, yes. You know. What What are you saying? Now, I was going to say, uh, I was mentioning, we talked about this earlier, that uh, Reddit ran a, a, whatever, a bit, a thread, whatever, uh, talking about um, basically successful comics that people don't like mm-hmm and do you want to hear a few of these uh, go oh through here? now let's let, let, let's uh, let's talk about this a little bit because you and I have nibbled at this subject before and so these are really we're not going to talk about our local friends here Dave I'm not oh we're not <laughs> no. <laughs> no I don't think that would be a good form but we are going to talk about regular working comics some of them very high paid. Can we just talk, give the initials of local comics? Well, uh, you know, <laughs> no, I, I'm only a co-producer of this them show. All. I love all the local comics, of course. <clears throat> okay, here, here we go. I'll go through these quick. I'm not going to read the whole thing, but uh, one of them that was mentioned a lot, I think, um, uh, Carlos Mencia. Carlos Mencia. Who, you know, was um, mostly disliked because of his reputation for stealing 
jokes. Jokes. Uh, and uh, I he thought, also apparently walked out of a Seven Eleven, Dave, with a Slim Jim. Oh, okay. All right. That had a joke right now. <laughs> He took his jokes off of. Uh, yeah, who accused snap, him of stealing, bottles. of stealing the jokes? Uh, I think. I think. I think. Wasn't Joe Rogan? Didn't Joe Rogan go after ah, him for stealing that, jokes? That, that could and then be, I, yeah. I think there were a number of others too. Like mm -hmm. uh, maybe maybe George Lopez. He might have stolen some George Lopez jokes. Wow. Uh, they put in here. Uh, this got a lot of votes. Uh, of course, it's it's all in fun. Kenny Banya, the comic from Seinfeld. <laughs> the fictional. Kenny Banya, always great role. Yeah. Here's one uh, who is uh, widely disliked for his uh, personal life, not so much as comedy, is Andy Dick. Andy Dick, yeah. uh, and also uh, probably got his greatest fame on the sitcom of, uh, about the radio News station. News radio. What was it again? News radio. News radio. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, you know, I must say, he was pretty good in that. Uh, he, but that wasn't There's standard. no question that he's funny. Yeah. It's just that he is a maniac and has a lot of substance abuse issues and right and hasn't learned when to say uh, I'm sorry I won't do that anymore. <laughs> yes, indeed. But I, yeah, but I, I you know you can't. I mean that's the thing. Where do you draw the line here? He's he's funny as heck when he's performing, but he's a horrible person. Also. Yes. Uh, Amy Schumer uh, got some votes for being unpopular, and uh, I'm not exactly sure what happened. Amy Schumer is very popular. And there seem to be a lot of detractors of Amy Schumer now, and I don't know quite where that comes from. You know, I'm I'm getting a ringing in my head, Dave, that we've talked about this very subject before, and I think I made the comment that I had felt that way about Amy Schumer's stand-up. Yeah. But when she started doing films, uh -huh. I think she's a pretty good actress. Uh -huh. yeah. And I will say, because I like to come... When I make a criticism, if, if uh, I think through it and change my mind, I like to come clean on that. I saw her last special, and it was, I thought, a big improvement. And also, she hosted, I want to say, possibly the Golden Globes. It was one of the award yeah. shows. Mm -hmm. And I thought she was absolutely hilarious. Isn't that the one that was her and, and uh, Wanda Sykes? And that's right. The third one, I can't remember. That's right. Mm -hmm. do, do you think it was the Golden Mindy Globes? Mindy Kaling or something like that? Yeah. Mindy Kaling, yeah, yeah. sure. But, uh, but I mean, I've always thought she's funny, and I think uh, it might have been might have been some sexism going on there. That she was a pretty like uh, brassy and brash type yeah. of comic. And, you know, uh, she she certainly, at least in her early days, uh, was kind of playing up the fact that she was a trashy kind of girl. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh -huh. uh, and it seemed kind of one note to me. Uh -huh. uh, funny stuff. Funny yeah, material. Yeah. And always a good presentation. Mm -hmm. I mean, uh, no one could accuse uh, yeah. Amy Schumer of not putting on a good performance. Right. But I think she's had the opportunity for great success, and you got to give her credit. She's really worked on her craft and gotten better. Yeah, yeah. And I she's got a so. new series going now, uh, and, continuation and on, of her old uh, series. And, uh, what is that on? It's uh, <clears throat> uh, might be Apple Plus. We'll, we'll get some more details on that. Phil, I can't keep track of what's on what anymore. I, 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 you know, me, no. Channel 2, Channel 4, Channel 7, that was it. <clears throat> I don't know about this. <laughs> yeah. I was watching something the other day, and, it's, and they go, well, how do you want to watch it? Do you want to watch it on uh, Freebie? Well, what the hell is Freebie? <laughs> yes. <laughs> what Freebie is? Television, Dave, now has become that horrible Airbnb when you've got a television, but you can't watch anything on it. It's got everything. Hulu, yeah. you know, uh, uh, 
Uh, what was the one you mentioned? Free V. And, Free you know, V. Then there's uh, like 2B Pluto. and uh, Peacock and, you know. And you can't watch any of them. <clears throat> and then uh, what, what, what bugs me a little bit about it, you mind if I, uh, oh, I come on. rift a little bit wow. on this thing? Grind your axe. You know, I'm a big TV news consumer. Uh, you know, CNN, MSNBC, PBS, BBC, sure. uh -huh. uh, Fox occasionally to, you know, I'm constipated. And, uh, Be honest, how long do you stay on Fox before you can't stand it? Uh, it's seconds, isn't it? Well, it depends whose show, Dave. Uh, I always know what's on because I don't know if you, uh, if you know this or not, but I've got a neighbor. You could set your watch to him, Dave. Every day when Tucker Carlson is over, five minutes later, he's out in the yard sunning his testicles. <laughs> So I could tell the time that way. Okay, that's nice then. Okay. Yes. So if you're finding positive things about Fox News. You know, yeah. I, I don't know what Tucker Carlson, where he found <laughs> that out, but, you know, I'm not turning it. I'm not, you know, I haven't tried it yet. My name is Sylvia Remington, and you're listening to Is This On? on KMKR. Just here at the Yava Center. And he just retired too, didn't he? And his name is something White? Something yes, Ron White. Ron White. Thank yeah. you very much. Yeah. And I've seen Ron White He's before very funny. in Las yeah. Vegas. Yeah. He's absolutely yeah. hilarious. And boy, does he consume some scotch on stage. <laughs> Doesn't he smoke cigars too when he's Yes, yeah. yes. And I think this is the last one here coming along the same lines here would be uh, Jeff Dunham. Jeff, Jeff Dunham. Talk about clean family humor. It's, of course, the guy with the puppets. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's clean family humor. I think there's a good deal of racism involved in it. But, uh, you know, again, that's for that crowd, man. <laughs> yeah, he always, I see Jeff Dunham, and I always say, he would have exactly been the guy who would be on Ed Sullivan. <laughs> <laughs> well, very good, So Dave. that's it. So are there anybody uh, that you think of that you go, like, uh, why, is, why, is yeah. that, why is that comic famous? Or, I know he's famous, but I don't like him. I'm going to go to one of the heavyweights. Okay. I happen to not mind him personally, like when you hear him interviewed or something, but I have always found Jay Leno oh, uh -huh. to be very vanilla, mm. very bland in some ways, and I'm going to be very critical here. He doesn't seem totally engaged mm. to me. You know, he's, he's thinking about some used car he's going to buy after the show. <laughs> he certainly technically... A brilliant comic. I mean, if we talk about yeah, yeah. the principles of defining yourself and staying within your lane, he does all that great. But contrast him, for me, to Letterman, mm -hmm. who probably technically wasn't as good a comic. It's a different style. Different no. style. Yeah. But certainly seemed more authentic to me. I guess that's the word. Well, Leno, I, well, one thing about Leno is that when he got The Tonight Show, his style went way bland. It went way middle America, hit the mass audience with kind of cornball humor. When he, when he was on her, I mean, you used to look forward to when he would show up on the Letterman show because they'd have a good That's time right. together. And, and he would be very brash and all that stuff. But when he got that uh, the Tonight Show, he really, he watered everything down. And I agree, he seemed very disengaged. Terrible interviewer. Terrible. Doesn't pay attention. Just Letterman kind of excel. Waiting for a joke. Letterman is good at that. And but so you, is Jimmy Kimmel, by the way, who we Kimmel is good, talked yeah, about yeah. earlier. But, you know, a lot of people, and especially a lot of comics, you know, 
they hate Leno and they're angry at him because they go, they go, well, he, he stole the Tonight Show and he was sneaky, he was hiding in the closet listening in and he was very manipulative and all that stuff. And, and so they're very down on him. But, you know, the point is, it's not like it's not him. NBC wanted a guy who could speak to middle America. Mm-hmm. And Letterman is not that guy. Leno's that guy. And I don't think that they even had a second thought about going with Leno over Letterman because that big, great big chunk of the middle of this country, they like Leno. He's, he's, he tells kind of simple jokes and kind of, you know. And certainly. Things that uh, aren't too, they're not too difficult to figure out. You've got to admire Leno's work ethic. Yeah. I mean, he's out there doing open mics. He's like Seinfeld in many ways, but I would venture to say Seinfeld much funnier to me. Seinfeld's funny. I, I, you know, frankly, I, I, I like Jay Leno because I like his work ethic and I do admire what he's done. Uh, uh, There's no question about that. But I think there's a certain—I don't put it this way—it's almost a sickness with him to perform that much and if you've seen him now he's hosting this you bet your life and it's it's just sad to watch and he looks yeah. very disengaged oh yeah and it's a it's a it's a very sad show it's a quiz show with like very simple questions and very very uh, tortured bits that they do and it's sad but he it's like he needs to be performing that's he right and he's performing. got the also the show with his garage right there's garage too yeah and he was he was a, a recurring character on that uh, Tim Allen, uh, man, man, uh, last man standing. Ooh, yeah, how about Tim Allen? Uh, Tim Allen would be one too. I, but again, for the audience, they love him. I, I they do I, love him. I Originally I, out of Detroit. <laughs> yeah, well, the, with a short stay over in the uh, federal prison there, I think, uh, before he got. Was out this of, for stealing jokes? Right? <laughs> no, he'd steal better jokes than that. No, he he had a drug conviction. You heard about that, right? He was a dealing coke and. Details are blurry on whether he turned on his Confederates or something. But, I uh, see. No, I am not familiar but, with this. But uh, I just, you know, I mean, I... Like, but there was, I do recall some controversy about them wanting to take his show off the air. Was it related to that? Uh, oh, no, because this was years ago. This is when he was quite young. Oh, was the that first issue. Show. But uh, I think uh, with Man, Last Man Standing, they were going to cancel the show. And because it is a very right-wing show... Yes. Uh, there was some complaining that, oh, it's political. And then That's I think it went to another network after that. Sounds like a rant uh, but, from Vince Vaughn. <laughs> but, like, Phil, the way I am, like, I grew up on sitcoms. Yes. I mean, I, I live my life 22 minutes at a time, you know. It's, and there's got to be a joke every, like, yes. 30 seconds. And so I, you know, if I have nothing to do or I'm just, like, washing dishes or things, or I'll just put on any sitcom because so I hear that rhythm of the setup and the joke and the setup and the joke. That's right. And I particularly like putting on really bad sitcoms, and Last Man Standing is one I'll put on, and I go, let me put on something really bad. It's just a horrible, horrible show. How about uh, the current crop of sitcoms? <clears throat> is there any that you go out of your way to watch? Uh, like network shows, nothing's really that appealing. I, you know, when you tune in, they're very, you know, kind of milk toast and kind of... I wish I'd have written this down, Dave. There's one about uh, elementary, maybe? About a classroom? Abbott Elementary. And, Abbott I, and elementary. I watched that tonight for the first time before I came here. What'd you think? Uh, I have to see more of it. The lead is very, um, uh, what's the word, um... Attractive in a sense that you want to watch her, you know. Yeah. She does, you know. Uh, but I believe I, uh, Emmy Award. I, I didn't know enough about who was who in it to follow yeah. it. Um, but I mean, I, I wouldn't say I was, you know, 
stuck on it like wow this is great but it, it was pleasant and, and she's really very uh, appealing uh, very it's appealing. been my experience that a lot of teachers really love it and, yeah, and well, talk about its authenticity yeah. so well, give it a try yeah, I like it people tend to like shows about the thing they do of course you know of course <laughs> Dave uh, believe it or not we are uh, within about 10 minutes uh, to the show what and uh, Mr. Are we Carville, Carville waiting here oh well my God. he's been waiting a little bit. He had, took time to feed his alligator. Okay, all right. And uh, let's, uh, if you could open the door. Did, did, did uh, the, the crack staff send me questions to ask him? Uh, uh, we're, we're just going to pick gonna up, it. Dave. We're going to wing it. Uh, on the Arizona primary. Here comes Mr. Carville. And Dave, hey, he's got his alligator with him. Oh, come on in now, Neil. Newt Gingrich, Dave. You remember Newt? <laughs> yeah, I remember Newt. Good old Newt. Newt remembers me, please. Uh, yeah. Keep, keep a distance there. Oh, yeah. Mr. I'd Carville, say, uh, it's so good to say, have you so many things going on in the world yeah. of politics. Yeah, make sure that's arm's length distance, Dave. <laughs> you know, let me just say, things would have been a lot different, Dave, had my alligator Newt Gingrich been in the Congress on January 6th. <laughs> He'd have been crunching up for <laughs> Oath Keepers. He likes Oath Keepers. That's his favorite cereal, Dave. Oh, oh really, yeah. Yeah, Oath Keepers on milk. Uh, yeah, who knows if he, if, if uh, Newt Gingrich, the alligator, had been there, uh, Josh Hawley might have broken the four-minute mile. Absolutely, Dave. <laughs> you know, uh, last time uh, we see, I had a great time talking to you and Phil. Thank you, Mr. Carville. <laughs> I, I wanted to get back here. I, I babbled on a bit. I'm sorry about that. We never got to Arizona. And I know you boys wanted me to talk about the, the race in Arizona. The great state of Arizona, where the Grand Canyon state, uh, Mr. Carville. That's right. That's right. So we've got some big elections coming up here. First of all, let's look at the top of the ticket. That's the uh, gubernatorial race. And yes, we've got, that's right. We've, the GOP has nominated their goober, and her name is Carrie Lake. And yeah. uh, she's going against Katie Hobbs, correct? Is the uh, That's right. They, what do you think? A Democrat. Uh, I'm a little worried about that one, Dave. Yeah. A little worried about that one. Now, Carrie Lake, Carrie Lake been on TV for uh, 40 years, Dave. She's a good, look, good looking lady like you would be to be on TV. Uh, but she's turned Trump bat crazy, Dave. <laughs> this whole, this whole Arizona ticket. Well, I have a theory with her that yeah. you know her, uh, she's uh, her skin is so like slick and plasticky, and she wears fancy clothes and and she's an idiot. Do you think she might be a Kardashian? <laughs> I, I don't think uh, she's got the. Uh, let me say, as uh, Donald Trump might say, uh, not her type, not his type. <laughs> she does, you don't have the back porch that you prefer, uh, Mr. Carville? Uh, uh, that's right, that's right. Now, uh, perfect that this uh, election is right after Halloween, because <laughs> this is the scariest set of candidates, Dave. I use my uh, theory here. You got enough time here? Yeah. I, I, I use my theory. Uh, I call it the Mo. Larry Curley <laughs> theory of politics. So I look at those three and I say to myself, who's the Mo, who's the Larry, and who's the Curley? Uh -huh. So I'm going to say Carrie Lake, Dave, is definitely a Mo. Uh, okay, I should She's yeah. the boss, you uh, know, type A yeah, personality, yeah. just like Trump. I don't know how the years as an anchor woman is going to help her. I mean, what are we going to start the day and she's going to give us the schoolometer? <laughs> <laughs> what we got to wear, what we got to dress the kids in? A little Gabby, a little, uh, you know, useless talk with the sports guy, Dave. I guess I'd say, and I'm, I'm famous for saying this, Dave, sometimes a mind is like a mouth. You just shut it. 
That's Miss Carrie Lake for you. <laughs> okay, all right. So I'm not, I'm not feeling good well, about that. Yeah, let's take a look over here at the Senate race. We got uh, astronaut uh, uh, Mark Kelly, right? That's right. And we've got uh, Blake Masters. Yeah. And now, we, I don't know if it's, uh, I like uh, Kelly, the senator. Yeah. Uh, Kelly. The astronaut. Kelly. No. No. Mike, Mark Ke Kelly. Kelly. Yeah, Mark, Mark Kelly. Kelly. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, Same first name as Kelly Lake. Carrie Lake. Close to I've been. <laughs> I think you've gone into the swamp. I've been driving there, in the swamp, Louisiana. That's right. Uh, anyway, uh, Masters Dave, I would say, is definitely a curly. He's more a curly he might, type. He might, he might be a shemp. He changed, you know, his abortion stand uh, overnight. He updated his website, and that well, came out in the debates. And uh, did well, you happen yeah, to see... A lot of times we change our opinions on abortion overnight. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Depending on who uh, we're writing <laughs> well, checks kind of, to. What kind of night it was. Yeah. Dave, uh, let me just say I'm happy Herschel Walker ain't playing for Georgia anymore. <laughs> but we'll get to him another time. We already <laughs> talked about Georgia. I'm going to say, uh, I don't know if you heard this phone call between Trump and Masters. Uh, yeah, no, it was a rally, a rally that Masters was at, and he, he dared to say, Dave, that the 2020 election was fair. Oh. And he got a call. Oh, I bet he did. Oh, he got oh, a call yeah. from Mr. Trump, <clears throat> and Trump really, you know, gave him a tongue lashing, and then you've got a piece of video that I wish I had if I was doing the campaign when he says to Trump, I'm not going soft, sir. <laughs> and, you know, uh, maybe he needs to see uh, Dr. Oz <laughs> for some blue pills. Oh, right. uh, you know what? Maybe even better. Frank Thomas. How about uh, Frank Thomas? Uh, you could also probably uh, buy something from Alex Jones on the InfoWars. They, <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, like uh, macaroni and cheese that never goes bad. Least <laughs> would buy it. last you 100 years in your, in yeah. your shelter. Yeah, you 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 you're feeling uh, sexual, but you want to have macaroni and cheese. <laughs> it's very very odd. Uh, I guess I'd say he's pretty much a limp biscuit, Dave. It looks that way to me. Yeah. I, if I was on that, you know, if he was a Democrat, I would try to convince maybe Hillary Clinton to give him one of her balls. <laughs> so let's let's uh, catch up here now. So Carrie Lake, you're a little concerned about. She yeah. seems like she's very uh, she might win slick, that one, very slick, yeah. And then you, you think Kelly's in Mark good Kelly. shape? Mark Kelly, Mark I Kelly. think will win that one, Dave. Yeah, okay, all right. And who else I have do. we got that we are looking and at? And then, of course, we're looking at uh, uh, Mark Fincham. Oh, God, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Mark Fincham, Dave, is definitely Larry <laughs> of the uh, Curly Moe and Larry. Uh, he's a so died hard in the wool, Republican, Dave. You know, I like to say about that that Republicans want smaller government for the same reason crooks want fewer cops, Dave. Right, okay. It's easier to get away with murder. <laughs> so I guess I'd say Kara Lake, that's going to be a tough bullet to bite, Dave. That's going to be tough. Unless we can get Newt Gingrich over there to we, bite her. Here, I don't know if you're familiar with Arizona. We have a long, proud tradition of idiot governors, though. So I think we're just going to get them. You remember that Jan, Jan Brewer? Remember uh, Jam through Talk a, about Halloween, man. That's right. Who was a guy years ago didn't want uh, MLK Day. Mm. I can't remember his name anymore. But uh, that's what's going on. Uh, 
you know, on the same subject you're talking about, you know, the, the Republicans are really, really uh, upset about the idea that there are going to be an increased number of IRS agents. That's right. And it's the same thing, you know. It's, it's uh, you, you yes. know, like cro crooks not wanting more cops uh, because you can cheat on your taxes if they're not going to follow up on you, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely right. Well, Mr. Carville, uh, we thank you for your insights yeah. on the Arizona election. I know you've got to get... Uh, Newt Gingrich. Oh, Dave, there goes one of the woodworkers. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> oh, sorry about that. <laughs> I forgot the feed. Uh, they had nothing on the plane, Dave, that uh, Newt Gingrich put would some, eat. Put some Bactine on it. You'll be all right. All right. That's a, all just right. a little, little scratch there. Well, Dave. <clears throat> all right. So long, uh, Mr. Carville. Great to see you. Thank yeah. you, Mr. Carville. We'll have you back uh, later on. After the election, probably, would be a great time. <clears throat> yeah. Dave, we, uh, we really had a great time tonight. Uh, it's been a long day, man. We looked at a lot of shows. You know what I wanted to mention, too? Everybody loves uh, Sylvia Remington and her open mic reports. She's just away for a couple of weeks. Last week, uh, show, she did send us in a uh, right. audio yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. open mic, but I wasn't able to this time. I bet we'll have uh, Sylvia back for oh, our anniversary yeah. show. Yeah, fun to have her on. So congratulations, Dave, in advance to you on our anniversary. Oh, yeah. Which yeah. will be our November 9th You don't show. bring me flowers. That's right. Okay. Stay tuned because we're certainly going to get uh, Mo Urban back here on this show right as on. soon as we can. Right on. Uh, lots of great things happening this weekend, uh, coming weekends. At I'll the be 10. winging my way to the City of Angels tomorrow, Phil. Wow, how nice. Dave, you're driving? I'm, I'm winging my way. Oh, you're winging your way. <laughs> Very nice. I guess uh, I, my I, son's I uh, having a birthday on Halloween, and oh. I'm going to meet his girlfriend's family, and, uh, and I've been working on my Spanish so I can talk to them, so it's going to be a fun weekend. Well, you have a great time, Dave. Uh, gracias. You've been listening to Is This On? Please check out our Facebook page. You can find a podcast of this program, usually a day later, at Anchor, Apple, wherever you like your podcast. Is This On? ITO. This is KMKR 99.9 .9 FM, Tucson, Arizona. Thank you and good night. Hasta luego. <laughs>